Welcome to the Thunderstock Show. Today's episode is called, Who Are You Making Content For? Are you making content for your audience or yourself? If it's yourself, that's great. Be honest, though. If you're posting thirst traps, humble brags, or pity party posts constantly, that's fine. Cool. I don't judge. Personally, I do my best to avoid this. My wife will rain hell upon me if she catches it. For example, I posted about prioritizing family over an occupational passion pursuit, which was assistant coaching and how I turned that opportunity down to stay with Torvi more because that would cut into Torvi time and you can do anything you want but not everything you want. She thought that I was being confusing and bragging. I said too many things and she didn't want to read all of it, which is fine. Professionally, though, how do you want your brand to be remembered? Do self-indulgent posts support or detract from your personal brand? It's not my answer. My opinion is I don't want to be posting content about myself. And from a marketing standpoint, you want to be posting content about how your product or service can help your customers. So I don't think... A pat on my own back helps my customers. Next point is, if it's posting content for your audience, congratulations. I think you're on the right track. Then you should ask, how are your posts adding value? Personally, I try to entertain, educate, and inspire. A lot of my content that I post is really around fitness, wellness, philosophy, family, fatherhood, private equity, entrepreneurship, small business, and I sprinkle in quite a bit of humor and shitposting. Then you might want to ask, okay, well, what is value? How do I know if my posts are adding any value? In general terms, value can refer to worth, usefulness, or importance of something. The value of a good book might be in the knowledge it imparts or the entertainment it provides. So if you think of it in general terms as knowledge or entertainment that's something that's useful and helpful and economics it refers to the monetary worth of something um in philosophy and ethics it can refer to what they call intrinsic worth or the goodness in and of the thing a lot of times value is subjective though so what can be valuable to one person not necessarily valuable to the next person. I try to be as objective as possible, meaning that valuable no matter who listens to it, but just from the nature of personal brand and the nature of what I'm interested in, a lot of people are not interested in that, and that's fine. 95% of the content I listen to, my wife wants to turn it off. Whether that's even, whether that's music or podcasts, she wants to listen to what she wants to do, and oftentimes it's not the same. Which leads me to my next point is who's your audience? If you've picked your audience, if you picked that you create content for your audience, well, who is that? If I review, for example, my Instagram stories, it's a lot of people that are like me. 25 to 55 year old family men who are likely into business and personal development. They're probably also into one of these three things or all Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, MMA or weight training. They're likely interested in philosophy and self-development. 
and more likely than not, they know my family personally. So they're personally connected. So I want to attract more people that are like that. Like begets like. My ideal avatar for who consumes my content are friends, family, and people that are like me, but that they may not know me just yet. And secondarily, potential clients, because the very nature of what I do professionally as a real estate pro and a marketing chief fractional officer, or fractional chief marketing officer, rather, is very personal to a lot of people. You need to have a value-based rapport. My audience is very different from, say, my wife's audience, Skylar's. She sells cars. She told me emphatically that she only posts on social media about babies and cars. And she also posts sometimes cute things, which I don't know what that is. So I don't post, I'm not good at cute things. She talks quite a bit about family. I would say that falls underneath babies, though. She does not like talking about deep philosophical topics like the economy or inflation or politics or religion or anything that could be construed as confusing or, in her words, stupid, but uh, stupid may actually be referring to complicated or, or heavy to handle. And when I talk about those things to her, she does not want to talk about that. For the most part, when it comes to content, when it comes to you know, what movie should we watch? Should it be a blockbuster uh, action movie or should we watch, you know, um, everything, everywhere, all at once? Or anything by Stanley Kubrick? She wouldn't want to watch Stanley Kubrick, would want to watch The Avengers, which is fine. Everyone is different. So now that you've we talked a little bit about like who your audience is and who they're not, I want to ask you, how does your content serve them? So the tagline of my show is Bible brainstorms to enrich your life, liberty, and pursuit of property. I define my life as topics like health, wellness, and family. Um, I want my content around my life to be entertaining and educational and documenting my journey through these topics. About liberty, Bob Marley once said, emancipate yourself from mental slavery. When I think of liberty, I think of mental slavery. How do you become a philosopher king. So philosophy is a main topic around liberty. And then I also like to give guests, when I have guests on the show, their, the floor to share their thoughts freely. I want this content to, depending on the guest, like if it's Kyle Hoffman, probably be entertainment. Um, if I'm having a guest that's talking about their specific technical niche, I want it to be educational. But really I want to document other people's journeys. I think a good story is the best form of value creation because it can both be entertaining and educational. And then the last one is pursuit of property. What that means to me is money. It's business, marketing, private equity, real estate, yada, 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 yada. But I can only talk about how I went from being flat broke to being a multimillionaire through using my own experience and then losing it all and building it back, right? So I'm not the world's best example. I'm not Alex Ramosi who's worth $200 million portfolio at the same age. But what I am is someone who's done a lot, reached seven-figure success, lost it, reached, in my opinion, higher success, and spends a lot of their time creating content.
So I talk about what I hope is lessons I've learned along the way. I like to interview other people about their lessons, importantly, on the pursuit of property and those topics. And I just like to brainstorm and talk about income generating topics, the implications of macro events or the ROI of an ad campaign, anywhere in between. Finally, my goal doesn't get accomplished every day. What my goal is, is to make valuable content for whoever out there is listening. But I do know that on a long enough timeline and with enough improvement, I'll likely get much closer to my goal, which is providing you valuable brainstorms that enrich your life, liberty, and pursuit of of property, not happiness. See, I'm going to edit that. So if you listened thus far, thanks so much. Please reach out if you've listened to this whole episode. I want to know my audience better and let me know how I can serve you better. Thunderstock Marketing, a.k.a. Ross Stockdale, out. Peace.